Okay. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sorry, where we talk about the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. I'm your host, Jose Angel, with my co-host, Katrina Rochelle. Hello. Today, we have a new celebrity for you that we shall be talking about, and Katrina's going to be taking the lead on this episode. So who shall we be talking about today, Katrina? What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today, we're going to be talking about rapper slash entertainer, DaBaby. Ugh. I said the the baby. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I was just about to say, based off that sound bite, I feel like you have feelings and let them free, sir. Let them fly. We have talked about the baby before we even started this podcast. And I've Mm -hmm. said several times from what I've heard, I think (laughs) he's a menace to society. Yes. Um, And that's just not even looking into it. So I'm kind of excited about this one. I feel like I'm going to be annoyed by the end of it. But we shall see. Well, first of all, don't be excited. I don't like that pressure. Okay. You, you're excited to shit on this man? <laughs> yeah, sure. pretty much. Okay, all right. I understand. I understand. Okay. So I really didn't have, well, that's a lot. I was kind of even killed on the baby until recently in the last year. He's just been doing a lot. And it's like, goddamn, how much can we forgive? Yeah. Like a couple incidents, I understand you coming up, but just what's happening. So basically what I did is I didn't even pick all the incidents because, baby, there were many. Uh, I took some kind of key moments in his uh, life and as he's kind of risen in popularity and then some of his incidents or cases or whatever you will call them that have also uh, happened as he's risen in popularity. And we're just going to see what we come to. Is this just a misunderstood man who's had some him ups with the law and women? Or is this man just taking advantage of the fact that he has money and power and control? I think that's what it is. I don't even know. All right, let's delve into it. All right, so the baby, as he is known by his rap name, uh, his actual government name is Jonathan Lindell Kirk. A uh, funny thing is, before he kind of got popular with his mixtapes, he actually did uh, go by the moniker Baby Jesus. Re- really? Really. Um, he was uh, saying basically uh, that's kind of what he believes in, you know, he's uh, there's no one like him. And but then he kind of realized that if you want to be successful and popular, you got to kind of stray away from the religious, political type of things. So he couldn't call himself baby Jesus. Does he think like he's Jesus? <laughs> I think he was kind of referring to himself like that in a musical sense. I don't think he's delusional and he thinks he really is Jesus. But like the Jesus of the rap game? Yeah, something like that. That's kind of how he was framing it. Don't like it. Trash already. (laughs) So um, the thing I will notice about um, the baby, I'm going to stop calling him the baby because I have to really say it like that. I I feel like if I say the baby, it's not right. So I'm actually going to refer to him mostly as Jonathan, unless a quote or story specifically refers to his rap name. So just going forward, when you hear me say Jonathan, I'm talking about the baby. All right. Okay, Johnny. All right. <laughs> uh, so Jonathan was the youngest of three children, two older brothers. 
The thing is, when it comes to his family, he is very tight lipped. And you'll hear him say in interviews and stuff uh, in his videos on social media that he does that because his family isn't in the business he is. So when you come to like even research like family members' names and things like that, very little to no information, which I don't mind, but um, I kind of I kind of admire the lockdown. So I couldn't really get a cool confirmation on his mother and father's names. There was a shifty site that uh, suggested Elizabeth for his mother, but it was kind of weird. So I'm not going to 100% trust it. But um, he was primarily raised by his mother. Um, his father was in the army. He does mention that in a Vlad interview that um, his his mother took care of him and his brothers while his uh, father traveled to different military bases in the army. But even though he wasn't in their life as a primary parent, he did make sure that he was active and that they saw him during summers and such as that. So he did kind of grow up with both of his parents, maybe not 100 percent, but he definitely had them in, a, in his life. So were his parents together? Um, it makes it seem like maybe they it was one of those if they were, they were, but they weren't, they weren't. So I'm I'm getting the feeling that when he was off traveling in the military bases, if he wasn't in with the family, they were not together. Jonathan was born in Cleveland, Ohio, but when they were like around like five or six, he uh they moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's where he was raised. So after that, if uh, his dad wasn't in Charlotte, I don't think that they were together as a family. Okay. So as a child, even though he becomes this big rapper, eventually he wasn't really interested in making music. He did like listening to it. He says he didn't really consider a really serious career in rap until 2014. So that's when he starts uh, putting out his mixtapes. 2014, he is 23 years old. Just like most rappers, if you don't have the connections right off the top, you start grinding, going into little studios and releasing mixtapes. Uh, Jonathan was no different. So he released a few different mixtapes that kind of got the ear of people. First one was nonfiction, which didn't really make a lot of sound, but he kept doing his thing because he, he wanted to be discovered. 2016, his second mixtape, God's Work Resurrected. It's funny because... That's when Boosie was featured on that mixtape. And as as we'll come to find out, they have some ways alike. Yeah. And 2017 is when he did his first mixtape installment of like Baby Talk. He had this like mixtape series of Baby Talk 1, 2, 3, that type of thing. And it was really popular and so what and so forth. So and anyway. Why, why is it called Baby Talk? Uh, because he's known as the baby now. His first project, nonfiction, he was Baby Jesus. Uh, second mixtape and on, he uh, transfers to the moniker, the baby. So then he kind of just works off that doing puns, as you see, when it comes to his first album and all that other stuff. He Do you know if there's a reason for Baby being in his name? Um, Despite, uh, the only thing I could find is him being the youngest out of three siblings. He was the baby of the family. That's the only thing I could see that connects with him being called baby. Explains a lot. Explains a lot. <laughs> uh, so anyway, and oh, and this is just a small mention. As he was uh, doing his mixtape thing, uh, he was trying to get some more live performance experience. Because out in Charlotte, I guess it wasn't a, a whole lot of, pro I don't want to say 
it was a whole bunch of stages, like big stages he'd be performing at. So in 2017, he went out to uh, South by Southwest and performed there. He got some good buzz and he even got some not even connected to his music buzz because he spent, I guess, the sixth day out there in a in a diaper. Yeah. Back to the baby thing. Mm-hmm. Like he did that on uh, at South by Southwest. He also did that in a radio interview where he just, you know, he was dressed regular one minute and then he came to the function in a diaper or depends or a pamper or whatever you want to call it. And it's just for the gimmick. Basically, he was saying that, you know, he was at this point where he's already rising in popularity. He don't care. He's just trying to stir up some stuff. He he said he knows it's going to go viral. So he said, fuck it. He went on in the CVS and bought him a, a, a pamper. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. You don't like it one bit. So anyway, um, right before the big breakout of the baby one of the things that really puts him on the map as far as hip hop news is the fact that he got into a self defense shooting so basically what happened is november 5th 2018 jonathan walks into walmart with his baby mama at the time mimi his daughter uh their son and uh, they are shopping for like clothes or something like that. But they're like in the kids section. Out of nowhere, he's shopping with uh, his family. And he says two guys come up to him, like approach him, got their hands in their pockets and they press him like tell him like, come outside. And one of the guys, uh, Jalen Dominique Craig, he apparently pulls out the gun and points it at him. Did he know these men? Uh, he says he doesn't know him. And Jalen, the one, because the thing is, he says two men pressed him. Jalen's the only one who's named. But Jalen's only 19 at this point. They don't say exactly how, what happened, uh, if there was a struggle, if there was a fight. But somehow, once that guy pulls out uh, the gun, Jalen, Jonathan pulls out his gun that he keeps on him. He fires off a few shots and uh, Jalen ends up dead. Okay, so let me get this straight. Jonathan the baby is at Walmart with his family. Mm-hmm. And two guys approach him with a gun to rob him. Yeah, they're like robbing him, telling him that he needs to step outside the Walmart. Like, you know, trying to conceal their weapon, but threaten him to come outside and follow them. Hmm. And then he shoots In a matter Jaylen. of seconds. Yeah. yeah in, in a matter of seconds. I, I'm guessing he... The, the other dude either cops out and runs. He gets hit and is not mentioned because the thing is, he said, he, baby says it was like about three shots that was that he shoots. But only Jalen is mentioned in the news story. And Jalen, unfortunately, is the only one who ends up dead from this. With that and, age, though, I wonder if the other one could be a minor. Actually, that's good thinking. I didn't even think about that. That definitely could be the case with him being so young. And yeah, not being named. Yeah, not being named, uh, sealed for your protect his protection, stuff like that. Well, okay. Yeah. Look at you thinking for me. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what happened. Jalen ends up dead. They said that even for a while, which is unfortunate because I don't like when this happens, but there were even pictures circulating of uh, Jalen down on the ground with the pool of blood up under him. Uh, once that happened. No. Yeah. So who um, circulated those? Would that be the baby? 
It, no, uh, like people who were there. It, oh, this, okay. This happened in the store. He debate. Jonathan never goes outside the Walmart. Yeah. The confrontation, the shots, the murder, it all happened. Well, I don't want to say murder, but the killing, the shooting, it all happens inside. Jonathan claims self-defense. Says that I, he, if the, yeah, if that's true, then I imagine that would be self-defense. So the only thing he uh, ends up getting charged with at the fur at at all really is carrying a concealed weapon. So that's all he was charged for. Um, it's in. It's kind of funny because I guess a key witness was supposed to show up for the charge to go forward. They didn't. So the judge tosses it out. But then the prosecutors, I don't know if they didn't like Jonathan. They didn't like the fact that this, this guy died or something, whatever. They are on his ass. So a year later in March 2019, when the charges are dropped, the prosecutors go after Jonathan, basically still get him uh, charged, guilt, get another retrial. Then he's charged with carrying concealed weapon again. Uh, he pleads guilty. He only gets a year of unsupervised. What was it? Unsupervised probation and a 30 day jail sentence that ends up getting suspended. So nothing ends up happening really to the baby for this whole shooting. Yeah, Which, I mean, he's just charged is, for the gun. Yeah, and if it's in self-defense, I mean, he really shouldn't have got charged with anything except for carrying the concealed weapon if that's not what you're supposed to do in Charlotte. Okay. That was in March 2018. And then, as uh, I said, he's on a a trajectory of becoming a star because uh, in 2019, January, he gets signed to Interscope Records. Just to give you a kind of list of people who have been a part of Interscope or who are part of Interscope, you have Eminem, um, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, Billie Eilish. All those people are with or kind of associated with that. 42 Doug, Playboy Cardi. You know, they got a a diverse type of artistry on there. Azalea Banks. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, we covered her. Say, yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Not so, anymore, though, but yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I, I did. I did want to let's go back to the shooting because I want to actually just demonstrate the baby's character. He loves Instagram a lot. You will hear me mention Instagram a lot when it comes to this man, because right after he ends up uh, defending himself, granted, in this Walmart shooting, he goes on Instagram and then uh, basically says that, you know, this was self-defense. I wasn't out there just shooting somebody. I was in there with my family trying to do stuff. And then, you know, the next day he says, you know, condolences to the other parties involved. And people are kind of accusing him of maybe like milking this for like publicity and stuff like that. And he's saying that it's not like that, but Three days after the shooting, he releases a uh, a music video, No Tears, and the intro is uh, news clippings about the shooting. Oh, no. So let's say Jonathan's in the right. He defended himself and his family. We get it. But this is just outlining how he he tends to do things, whether he's in the right or the wrong. He tends to try to make 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 a quick buck on everything publicize everything you know kind of demonstrators show that you know he's bad he's not to be messed with he's this he's that that's yeah, kind of his theme yeah i could see that and after the shooting the thing is uh, whether people it, people were starting to get 
his music in their ears. But when that shooting happened and they found out it was self-defense, so he doesn't get charged. He's free. He's a free man. Everybody in the rap world is talking about, oh, my God, this man's the real deal. He's a real motherfucker. He'll, he'll pop a cap in anybody. See, that's so old. But I just had to say that. <laughs> I know it's not really the baby's fault for this narrative being written about him. I mean, kind of. He did, like, add fuel to the fire there. But mm-hmm. I, it's not something that that it should be like celebrated like i get he defended himself and good for him for defending himself if that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened but someone did lose their life i mean a 19 year old he's not that old oh I, I i totally agree it's just that wave of you know people seeing these older rap stars who got credit for like really being in the streets you know like um just for example like you got um 50 cent and snoop dogg both were real deep in the streets doing the stuff and then became rappers. And it was like, nah, you can really believe these people because they really do what they rap. And I don't know why that's such a sticking point when half the people who listen to rap can't bust a grape. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Just like when we covered Remy Ma, like she got so much celebration about shooting her friend. That was crazy. That's still crazy. <laughs> that whole situation, somebody lying. That's all I'm saying. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, we covered it so many times. Anytime we talk about a rapper that for some reason, violence seems to be celebrated. Yes. And then simultaneously shamed when they start to talk and start to act out on their violent urges. Like we didn't see it coming. But yeah. Um, So anyway, like I said, January 2019, he signs with Interscope Records, March 19th. Uh, March 2019. I do that a lot. When I'm talking about years, I just say the last two digits. I don't mean to do that, but it's just a bad habit. But uh, March 2019 is when his first album is released, Baby on Baby. Now, if you have heard about that, uh, the biggest song, not the biggest song, the biggest singles on Baby on Baby were Suge, which everybody usually knows. I can't play it, but Y'all know what it is if you heard it. And Babysitter featuring Offset from the Migos and Going Baby. Those were the three top selling singles, three most popular singles from Going uh, from Baby. What's it called again? I just said Baby it. on Baby. Baby on Baby. <laughs> All them babies is getting me confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baby over here, baby over there. Goddamn. It does real well. It peaks at number... Well, should uh, uh, peaks top 10 on the Billboard 100. The album as a whole uh, debuted at 25 and then peaked at seven. So even when it debuted, it debuted as a high amount for him and then got even higher. So yeah, that's like, pretty good. Yeah, so he's he's on his way. Uh, unfortunately, shortly after his debut album, Baby on Baby, is released uh, before his second album, his father unexpectedly unexpectedly and tragically does pass away um to this day jonathan claims that he does not know how his father died and it is not really talked about in the articles the interviews i read as well there is speculation that it could be a he was killed like a retaliation for something uh it has been speculated that he dabbled in drugs and it could have been an overdose But honestly, nobody knows. Just unfortunately, mid-2019, Jonathan's father passed right as he was really blowing up. That's weird that 
people wouldn't know, though. I mean, there's death certificates. I think I don't know if it's like one of those suspicious deaths or maybe Jonathan's just doing that whole mysterious. My family's my family. I'm not really telling you anything, but it still hasn't come out via anybody else. So I think it's either really kept on lock or it really is something that nobody knows how he died. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was weird too. I, I looked up and down trying to figure out every I'm trying to find out this man's name, let alone his cause of death. Yeah. They lock it up. But oh, listeners, if you find something, let me know. I want to know too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um not even what do you mean? Like uh, like six, seven, eight months after his first album, uh, Jonathan's on a roll, he released his second album, Kurt, named after his last name. He says uh, it's an homage to his family, especially his father. The album cover is a older picture of Jonathan as a baby and his father is holding him. If you've seen the album cover, it, it definitely it, it definitely is a sweet picture. And you could definitely see what his mind was on when he not only created the album with the songs that are on there, but like curated the feel of the flow, starting with intro when he talks about his father's death affecting him and talking about the fact that he has a brother that that this brother thinks that nobody cares about him, but all they do is care about him and they want to love on him and see him happy. You know, so it's, I feel like it was definitely more of a passion project and he has more hits, of course, on Kirk. Some of the biggest hits are the intro song, Bop, and Vibes, which almost everybody knows that damn Bop song. Okay. I don't I don't know if I know it. You know it. <laughs> so um, that's September 27th, 2019, when Kirk is released. But right before that even happened, he did have a dust up. He did. I didn't mention it because it's not that big and he didn't really get in trouble for it. But uh, literally a week before the album was released, he was performing and there was like a fan who tried to grab his chain. Uh, The baby responds by punching that fan. Here's the thing, though. There's a Um, video of that, right? yes, Yes. I was just about to say, was it wrong to punch the fan? Yes. I don't think you need to punch the fan unless he he really gets he makes contact with the chain and I can't tell if he makes contact with the chain. Secondly, it's a bad punch. He's in a crowd of people. I could not tell you if that punch landed. I could tell you it arrived on somebody's face. I just don't know where he, he, he did that. And I don't know why really, I don't get the whole punching into crowd. Don't you got security to do this? Yeah. You would think he would have security. I, I, I don't know though. I, as much as I want to shit talk the baby, I do want us to look at it from the other side and think you're in a crowd of people. You feel your chain being snatched. Maybe you want to keep it. Yeah, he would just throw a random punch to like get that person off of him. Bitch, get off me. Just, just in his defense. Shake it off. I mean, just look at the other side. I get you. I get you. So speaking of so that whole security is supposed to help you, uh, October 2nd, 2019 is when the uh, baby's security gets uh, in trouble, not really in trouble, but more of that whole public under fire controversy type shit that they use for knocking out a female fan. Ooh. So the video is also choppy here. <laughs> <laughs> so how it goes is that, you know, when you're on a stage performing, you got that whole pit situation where all those loose fans are at and all that. 
Uh-huh. Um, the baby had jumped into the pit with the fans and was mingling and rapping and walking around. But obviously, as you can see in the video, it gets hectic. It's they're very close, and he's realizing the situation as he's turning away and I guess walking back to the stage. And it looks like he was either tapped on the head, hit on the back of the head. I don't know what happened, but immediately his big ass security guard, who I compared to like a Suge Knight light, <laughs> he turns around and punches the fuck out of whoever he thought touched uh, the baby. Like a good at least three punches, maybe four. So his security guard just sees like a hand and just turns around and starts hitting? Like he sees, I guess, uh, the baby get hit. He immediately turns around. He does on the attack. Yeah, girl's laid out. Uh, laid out, has like a jacket covering her, so you can't really see her face. All you see is somebody's body laid out on the ground. Everybody with their damn video cameras, ooh, and they looking at her, and they videotape her and all that, and eventually, like, I guess her friends or somebody who gave a fuck was shaking her, like, come on, let's get up, get up, let's get out of here, and like, carried her and got her out of there the crazy thing about this whole situation was the response so the response from the baby is basically like like he didn't know uh until the internet said that that was a woman that it was a woman that got knocked out but he said i didn't feel bad what you hitting me for i feel bad about the fact that it had to be a woman that it happened to but at the end of the day dot 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 just basically hmm. implying that at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to get handled if you touch me. Now, his security guard does a responsive video, basically saying the same thing that he's um, he's a security guard. He's there to protect his artists. And so he was watching for anything, any commotion in the uh, crowd. And so when he saw that uh, Jonathan got punched in the back of the head, I just turned around and reacted and made sure that they backed up or whatever. He said, uh, I just saw a big dude with dreads. And I, I, I he said, y'all saw, that's what he, he said. Y'all saw a woman. I thought that was a dude. He just keeps calling her a dude. So, yeah, like trying to make fun of her. Okay. So. Hold on. I didn't tell you the worst part. This apology video was either made on, uh, like with Instagram or Snap, because he has a mini emoji of himself in the corner with smh shaking my head right <laughs> with the animated uh emoji character like what oh. <laughs> on an ex- explanation apology video <laughs> because i guess we can't really hold the baby responsible for this not this one no but this is his entourage Yes, the, the people he keeps around them ain't nothing but violence. So yeah, so maybe his security guard was excessive with it, but technically he's doing his job, I guess. I don't know. I think in a way, yes. I hate time defending uh, the baby doing his job. I just don't think where would we draw the line with the whole punching thing? Like I don't know because there's misunderstandings, and then there's concerts where everybody is grabby and on claustrophobic and on top of each other. That's why you would never see me at a concert. It's just too confusing for me. But what's 
I always want to know, because not just with the baby, but with anybody, you know, Rihanna's had a couple of swings herself. You know, a lot of other stars have had swings. What's up with the artists getting to like punch fans or the fans punching artists or the security guards punching fans? Like, when's the line drawn of protecting the artists in overkill? That is true. But in that moment, all you know, someone is attacking the baby and you gotta save your baby (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's his job like if it's someone that's really trying to like hurt him and maybe not just tap his head or get his attention or whatever she was trying to do Mm -hmm. then you know if he doesn't respond fast enough it could be bad Mm -hmm. and i i don't want to blame her but at the same time you know fans get crazy at those concerts and try to like latch on to the artist and it's you know, you're not supposed to. I agree. I th- I definitely agree. The crowds are definitely responsible sometimes, too. They just be doing too much. In that situation, yeah. Just this one that we're talking about. You know, I just got to set the story out there and let the masses decide for themselves. Yeah, I, I guess I'll watch the video after this to decide fully. Yes, definitely watch these videos. Tell me, especially the chain one. I don't under I, I couldn't tell you what happened there. I definitely could see somebody maybe hitting or punching the baby, and that's why... They got that. But the security guard acted so quick, I couldn't tell if he got the right person. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? So the next incident Jonathan and his crew find themselves in is in January 2020. I don't have an exact date, but apparently the situation allegedly was that uh, Jonathan was uh, scheduled to perform in Miami. And the rumored amount he was supposed to be getting paid was $30,000. Apparently, after his part was said and done, he did his his half of the bargain. He was only paid $20,000. Um, once that happened, allegedly him and his entourage uh, confronted the music promoter, um, robbed him of $80, a credit card, and took his iPhone 7 and apparently doused the dude in apple juice and whatever types of shit. I saw this video. You did? Yeah. This is the one that I was like, what is going on? He's like out of control. And what do you think, sir? Okay. Why wasn't there a contract in place to begin with? Mm -hmm. And it's just not how things are settled. This is not the wild, wild rest. Like, I don't understand why everything has to end with violence there. And to record it as well, I it's as a way to humiliate him. I don't think he should be ripped off, but that's not something there's ways to handle it. It's not a violent thing. I, I completely agree. Uh, there was no need for no street justice. Um, you're a legitimate artist. Now, um, if you did the right thing, which, which, which is what you, sh- you said a contract, then everything should be fine. You know, you would get your money eventually. And the uh, apple makes- juice is what really got me. I love me some apple juice. It's like a way to like degrade them. Oh, okay. I was just thinking about a waste of apple juice. <laughs> no, yeah, like, that, that let's too. pour apple juice on him. Like, uh, it just seems cruel to me. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, and so that makes me think that one, one, there was not a real contract. This was like a, a, a weird type of verbal deal and or you just really didn't like this person or there was a misunderstanding or whatever. But, yeah, it definitely wasn't handled correctly. But 
in the end, it all comes up to nothing because even though um, Jonathan was like arrested and well, he was questioned and then arrested and charged with battery, he's later released, which means that either they couldn't pin him with anything, they couldn't find anything to really make a case for it, or um, the guy dropped the charges and he might have just got paid off or whoever. Yeah. But That's yeah. alleged, but that. Yeah, like seem, I said, yeah, that one's alleged. It it seems like a the reasonable thing, or to me that it he would probably drop the charges. Yeah, you don't want them problems. I don't want them problems either. Again, I don't want to be doused to nothing else. <laughs> Gasoline might be next for them people. So um, then, let's go for another incident. Another I didn't know who that was incident. So March, I'm getting conflicting. I don't know if it was March 8th or 7th or 9th or whatever, but March 2020, Jonathan, the baby, is supposed to be performing in Tampa at a it's a part of his up close and personal tour, ironic name, because I guess as he's walking up to the stage or he's trying to do something, um, a fan has her phone out with her flash. And I couldn't tell if she did actually make contact with his face or she just took a picture or whatever. But it looks like she got a little bop on his face and uh, he smacks the shit out of her. And when he gets on stage to perform, the crowd boos him and then the, the, the show doesn't happen. He just leaves. But like an accidental bop. It's not like she meant to hit him, right? Here's another thing. <laughs> another video. Um, It doesn't look like she was trying to intentionally hurt him because I felt like she would know. I don't know though. There's another video. This, there's a clear as day video. It looks like she taps him. It doesn't look like it's a big deal. It didn't look like she deserved a slap because he went back on her, winded back on her and slapped her, uh, slapped the shit out of her. She even lawyered up, but nothing happened to that because he told like on social media that he wanted to apologize for hitting her. He didn't know it was a woman. He just saw that bright light and reacted and he would have reacted the same if it was a man and all this other stuff that they tend to say to justify it. And um, when she got a lawyer, I didn't hear about the case progressing. So it sounds like when he offered to sit down and talk to her and treat her with respect, once uh, she got her lawyer involved, they must've came to an agreement of whatever, because nothing happened. See, okay, you have these incidents with him. And he's a pretty buff guy. Like, you know. Yeah, he he's looks short, strong. but he's strong. Yeah. yeah, he's he's short, but he's strong. But then once it happens over and over again, you can't just keep excusing it because you have like little female celebrities out there who like are small, tiny, like, I don't know, just for instance, like Ariana mm-hmm. Grande. Like, you don't see videos of her punching fans and stuff. Especially not over, like, small things, like, to the point where it's, like, your first reaction, you get a tap, you get a, a, a hit or something. You have to wind back and either slap or punch somebody. There's no investigating the situation. It's not like you got shot. Yeah, and that's... It's not like somebody shooting shots or stabbing you. I don't know. It's, like, a, it's a weird reaction for but, you to be putting yourself in front of the fans. It's especially that it's a woman fan, a female fan who's probably smaller, you know, not as buff as him. And then 
it, it just doesn't make sense why he's reacting this violently. And the fact that he was talking, he was in the Instagram video, which he loves to make Instagram videos. I hear that cat. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to make Instagram videos either. Exp- Calm down, damn. I forgot what else. Oh, yeah. He likes to make Instagram videos either explaining himself or saying sorry while he's in the bed half asleep. Irks the fuck out of me. Like, just, man, I don't want to apologize, man. I don't. I don't touch female like that. But anyway, he was complaining about the flash and everything being in his face and all that. Like that doesn't happen on a red carpet. All you do is see flashes. All you do is all you are is around flashes and big lights and bright lights. And you saying you walked close to a fan and that bright light scared the fuck out of you so bad that you had to hit her. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I just think it's just, more of a case about him being too quick with his reaction. Too quick to anger. Like, yes, yes. I don't want to call somebody a violent man. You don't know exactly if they're a violent man, but definitely he is quick to anger to a point where it can be very detrimental to not only himself, but a lot of people around him. Like, who wants to be a fan of you if they know that if they make the wrong move, they trip wrong. Bitch, they detonated a bomb. It's over. Also... You saying his not even apology videos, but explanation videos in bed. That rubs me the wrong way, too. It's like, let me just sit this out of the way type of thing. Yeah, you ain't even sitting up at a desk to give us a proper video. Uh, yeah, he always does stuff like that. 100%. So and then, I'm sure oh. other celebrities have had <laughs> incidents like this where they're attacking fans. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. But nowadays, I feel like it's being caught more on camera. Oh, yeah. Before, maybe word of mouth, uh, you had to take somebody's story with a grain of salt. But yeah, now with the technology we have, ain't no denying nothing, whether you want to blame it on them or not. It's on it's on video. Yeah. So then we move on to the next month, April 17, 2020. Um, his third studio album is released, Blame It On Baby. Some of these popular singles on that song are Find My Way, uh, Blind, and Rockstar. Now, this is not a part of trashing or talking about anything the baby has talked, I mean, has done, but I do have a grievance with him. And it's the song Rockstar. It's the worst fucking song in the (laughs) world. I hate this song. It's so stupid. Look at the lyrics. What are they saying? What do they mean? Listen to the song. What is he saying? What does it mean? It's stupid. All right. I just had to say that. Um, (laughs) But I do have to kind of respect his work ethic right there. I mean, he's busting out these albums. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I noticed when I did my my research is that he made sure that when it came to music, he was going to stay relevant. Like, I think there's three types of artists. Well, there's more, but just, just for this point, let's say there's three. You have the elusive... Uh, definite like the the big fan base where you got like the Beyonce's the Mary the Mary's the Mariah Carey's the Rihanna's whereas the fan base is so big 
and so grateful that even though they don't want to wait for music, they know that they, whenever you put out a project, it will, it will rise. It'll, it'll do it. Then you got the people who um, release music just back to back to back because they know that their fan base will eat it up. It keeps them relevant. I feel like that's with Rihanna in the beginning. Oh, in the beginning. Yes. But when she started to kind of be solidified. Yeah, when she solidified her status, I would think like right after the loud going into talk that talk when she started to really kind of see that all her singles, whether they were not as big as Umbrella, The Good Girl Gone Bad, when she was still selling on everything, she was like, well, let me slow my ass down. And she did. And what's the third one? And the third one is the person who's tr- who tries to do one or the other, but ends up uh not doing it well they either haven't gauged the fact that they don't have a solid fan base and they stall out their releases too far or they don't give fans enough time to enjoy and kind of digest their music or kind of see what their sound is and they're putting it out too fast changing up styles too fast i feel like I'm just sound like Ben Shapiro right now reading WAP lyrics, but I just looked up the Rockstar lyrics. Okay, come on. And one thing I do not like is my daughter, G, she saw me kill a in front of her before the age of two, and I'll kill another. That, I, I, it's like, yeah, it should mm-hmm. not be something he's boasting. I will tell you right now, because he's, of course, referencing the 2018 Walmart shooting. He references that shooting in a good handful of songs throughout his career. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I I get defending yourself. I do. Mm-hmm. And I think people should be armed. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. First sightings of okay, so before we get into the whole Danny Lee thing, because um this is the summer of 2020 we're still kind of in quarantine but this is when uh danny lee and the baby are first seen together and it's rumored that they could be in a relationship danny lee of course being uh a kind of r&b pop singer mostly known for her song easy featuring chris brown which is a it's an okay song but as far as everybody knew when uh the baby came out into the industry, he was known to be with his uh, baby mother, Mimi, Mimi, who he has uh, a daughter, I think her name is Ashley with, and she has a son named Caleb from a previous relationship, but the baby accepts Caleb as his son. And they like, that. that's his stepson, essentially. Um, so when in the summer of 2020 uh, happens and he's seen with Danny Lee or Danny Lay or whoever you want to call her, Danielle is her government name. <laughs> uh, when he's seen with her, it's all like, what happened to Mimi? Are you, are you who, who's who? Because he's he's been seen with so many different women. But what Mimi and uh, the baby always say is that, you know, they're down for each other. They're best friends. That's that's my ace. That's my one. So it's like one of those relationships that, you know, even if they're done, they may not be done. You know what I'm saying? You okay. know, some of those people in our lives. 
So this is in summer 2020 when he's first seen with Danny Lay. Danny Lay is saying, no, we're just friends. Uh, we're not dating. They collaborated on a song called Levi High. Didn't listen to it. Don't plan to. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and- Did you listen to Yellowbone? <laughs> You know, when that came out, I listened to it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. But it was catchy. Yellow bonus, buddy, once. <laughs> yeah, but that didn't come until later. So that's when they were first uh, com- uh, unconfirmed, but they were probably seeing each other on the low. It wasn't until December of 2020 where Danny Lay says, okay. Uh, after getting played out, saying that she was with him, but she wasn't really with him, going back and forth with Mimi on social media. In December 2020, she posts a picture on Instagram of her and Jonathan, like, hugged up or cuddled up or whatever. And the caption is, uh, uh, that's my baby, IDC, you know, I don't care. Like, the I don't care was basically like, yeah, I know <laughs> I know he ain't shit, but that's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> But unfortunately, that doesn't last long because, you know, she ends up posting that she's single by February. But in between that time is when she does do the whole Yellow Bone is What He Wants release song, which was very much in poor taste. If you know what Mimi looks like, Mimi is a darker complected black woman and Danny Lay is a Dominican light skinned girl with curly hair that don't really look like it really be curling like that if we just saying if we just saying it. so it was kind of like uh, a lot of black women were offended with the whole okay you can be with the man do what you want to do you ain't gotta blast people and put uh skin tones above others because you know that whole for years now that whole light skin dark skin joke shit it, it's been going back and forth yeah that's the only reason i heard about it was people are like oh this is colorist and mm-hmm. like what was the point really yeah so as we know back in what was it i think of august 2020 is when the tory lane's megan the stallion sh- shooting happens and you know uh a lot of people in the industry chose sides. You were kind of either very much on the fence and you didn't say shit or you firmly were in Megan's camp or you were firmly in Tori's camp. One of the people in question, of course, was the baby. Uh, obviously, everybody is con- uh, consuming. <laughs> Everybody's assuming he's on Megan's side because of their previous collaborations on two of their both their biggest like songs being um cash shit and uh crybaby so in january of 2021 there's tory lane's like posts like a screen grab of like a a song collaboration of him and him and the baby basically and um everybody on social media especially twitter is like what what's happening uh the baby's a traitor what are you doing he's doing a song with tori everybody's hitting up and tagging megan megan what you think about this can you believe he's doing this whatever whatever and that leads to megan uh coming on twitter to defend the baby she's basically saying you know she don't really say he's got my back but she's basically saying that he's got my back she says that what Tori posted was basically old and the verse ain't even cleared. So everybody knows if a verse or something is not cleared, you can't release it. You can get sued. So that's what she ends up saying. 
uh, ends up being completely different story when in June, Tori releases a song with the baby. The baby promotes it. Um, I think it's called Scat or something weird. I hope it's not called Scat. It's no, <laughs> I don't know why they got Ooh, Let me look it up. Let's see. What is the Tory Lanes and the Baby song? It's Scott. It really is. Yeah. See, that's that's a poorly poor poor name. Okay, I don't. And I was just guessing. I thought I did see it like that. Stupid. It it could mean something else than what I'm thinking. But we know what it could mean as well. <laughs> okay, don't look that up, ladies and gents, if you don't know. Um. So yeah, in June he releases the song. Um, it ends up he the baby ends up really pissing off Megan and Megan's fans when apparently there's a tweet that gets liked by him or his account uh, that says like, "I guess the baby and Tory Lanes are cool because they both shot somebody and don't have to do no jail time." Ooh, I know, right? Ain't that some shit? Yeah, shots fired, literally. Shots fired. Um. Megan ends up saying, let me see, support me in private and publicly do something different. These industry men are very strange. This situation ain't no damn beef. And I really wish people would stop downplaying it like it is some internet shit for likes and retweets. Which yeah, I mean, he shot it tells her in the you, foot. Yeah, I mean, she says it Allegedly. all. Allegedly. Allegedly, but it's like you were supporting me before. Everything was cool before, especially when you was, when, when you were featured on my shit. And now you releasing this song with him, you being buddy buddy with him, liking fucked up tweets about m- me and his situation combined with yours. It's not needed. And then in response, the baby says. You don't let these folks get the best of you. Stand on what you stand on without feeling like I'm against you. Stay focused, my G. Which bullshit. That yeah, was just, that's a lot of bullshit. It sounds like like how are you gonna tell me to be focused on what I'm focused on? I'm focused on the people around me either being loyal or traitorous, and you just showed yourself to not be at least trustworthy. Yeah, I do you the way I do you because I thought you could take it. Bro, what is that from? <laughs> That's not a, what is that from? That's from Cosby Show? No. 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 Is that from For Color Girls? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. I got to watch that sad-ass movie. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why when you said that, it just sparked something in me. <laughs> Who says that Felicia Rashad? Or was it Tan? No. I thought it was. What's her name? Oh, I do like I do. <laughs> Loretta Devine. Oh, I got to rewatch that. I have to, bro. Yeah, that was a, those were some good ass acted ass scenes. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you got me completely off. <laughs> <laughs> Open this motherfucking door. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we shouldn't have so many funny moments as we do from that film, but you gotta laugh to keep from crying during it. 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's a hard one. It's a hard but one, yeah. but iconic. Okay, so yeah, uh, that's what the baby says. Uh, basically, like I, I ain't against you, even though I'm doing some real against you shit by working with somebody who really allegedly did you wrong, and I acted like I was on your side the whole time. But I wasn't. June, that's when the song is released. And then it is in July that uh, the whole Rolling Loud LGBT HIV controversy happens. So let's set the state. The baby is performing at Rolling Loud. He's already pissed off one person because directly before the baby set at Rolling Loud in Miami, was uh, Megan the Stallion. So Megan the Stallion has her set. She leaves. The baby starts his set. Who does he bring on for his set? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Just less than a month after the whole Twitter conversation and the whole single release thing. So um, I know she was pissed about that. I know he was just trying to create controversy and buzz and trying to get everybody to talk about his set. He probably didn't even care how she felt, which... Uh, it's obvious if you see and heard all these other parts of how he tends to act. He He's all about himself. Uh-huh. And during a part, a breakdown in the set, he starts in on the specific words, quotes, statements, whatever you want to call them. And they definitely didn't land to the masses as he wanted them to. So I'll read them. Um, And this is July 25th, if I haven't already said that. So if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, uh, put your cell phone light up. Ladies, if your pussy smells like water, put your cell phone light up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. So, um, yeah, nobody liked that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, what was the point of saying it? Thank you. I'm going to tell you how some people... Can the guys eat pussy in the parking lot? Like, I don't get it. Is there only a a, a, a memoratorium on sucking dick? Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'll tell you exactly how people did not like this, how they tried to help them. But that is the one thing I could not tell you. Why did this man decide those decide those specific sentences were the ones that need to come out his mouth? It, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, if you want to keep the, the pussy water statement, keep it in there. It doesn't make sense. Uh, ladies, please don't feel bad if it don't smell like water. Um, it, it's your vagina. They, they don't they're not supposed to smell like water. They're supposed to smell like vaginas, <laughs> but just clean them. <laughs> but, but it's the it's the first and the last one, which is why everybody kind of really got into the whole um, where they homophobic remarks because yes, they are. They're opening up with HIV and AIDS talk, uh, and then you segue it into the end about fellas not sucking dick in the parking lot. And everybody knows that, with the exception of Black people, who are the people who are most um, affected by HIV and AIDS, uh, queer, LGBT, the LGBTQ 
community as a whole. So yeah, it was, and, and it just didn't make any sense. He don't got any gay songs. Uh, yeah, um, what was happening before that? It, was it just like one of those times where he finishes a song and like instead of saying, how are y'all doing tonight, people? He says, yeah, you guys don't have AIDS. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that's what he tries to say the very next day in a what, Jose? Instagram video. Ugh. In his bed. Ugh. He's saying, uh, I'm going to read what he said. Um he basically said that it was a call to action. He said that he wasn't he wasn't trying to uh, offend anybody. He was like, I, I was at my show and I was doing my show. And you see what happened after I said that uh, people with HIV or AIDS will have people put their cell phone light up. When I was telling people you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, if I had gay fans, what was they doing? They put their cell phone light up. Like, he's like, if you weren't at the show, you can't understand. Y'all over there uh, watching the stream, y'all just getting mad over nothing. But if you was at the show, you understood it wasn't no problem. It wasn't insensitive or anything. Right. He also says some other things that honestly didn't make sense. He said, basically, it wasn't a rant. And he under uh, his gay fans understand him because they take care of themselves. They don't have AIDS. You know, they ain't one of the nasty gay niggas. They ain't no junkies. He said, even my gay fans have standards. That, that That's kind of an insult in itself. Yeah, he, he, he basically said that. Even those gay guys, they know better. He was basically saying that my gay, when I was talking about the whole suck a dick in the parking lot and HIV and AIDS, I wasn't talking about my gay fans because my gay fans take care of themselves. They don't have AIDS. They got standards. They don't be sucking dick in the parking lot. So I wasn't talking about my fans and anybody who wasn't at the show needs to mind their damn business because you didn't, you won't understand. That's basically what he said. He, he doubled down as they usually do. Yeah, that's so stupid. It's like the other gay people, they don't have standards, but my gay fans, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people who kind of definitely some of the celebrities that I heard were offended were Elton John, Dua Lipa, uh, Madonna, Angelica Ross, Questlove, Chica. Those are some of the people who definitely release statements talking about either the ignorance of the baby and his comments or how they were not needed or how they perpetuate and um, kind of bring forth all this misinformation about HIV and AIDS because people are out there listening to celebrities and entertainers who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I just started listening to Chica this year and she's really talented. She is great. I don't, I, I don't listen to her regularly, um, I kind of listened to her when she first started coming up for freestyles and stuff like that. But yeah, she's she's good. I think she's I should... one of those tiny desk concerts I really like. Of course, she has a tiny desk. I didn't even think about that. Uh huh. Slacking. Um, some of the people who, of course, defend uh the baby are Tory Lane, uh, Boosie, Garbage, and Ti. Uh- 
Now, let's hear some of the interesting things that T.I. said. Towards the end, we get to the part where he gets dropped from all the festivals, of course. And I have the list of them. But he was like, you know, if if homosexuals have more rights than heterosexuals, y'all just need to say that. And um, if Lil Nas X can uh, kick his shit in peace, so should the baby. Hashtag equality. And who's saying this? T.I. Yeah, but... Lil Nas S is not out there saying straight people are dying of AIDS in two weeks. Yes. Plus, everybody's trying to make Lil Nas X the scapegoat for every fucking thing in the world, man. There's a difference. What Lil Nas X is doing is just being himself, just out there vibing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's someone like the baby who's attacking people or verbally in this sense. I don't want because he's been attacking so much in this episode. Um and just like talking down to people. I mean, it would have been different if he would have went on there and said, hey, you guys get tested. That would have been a cool one. Anything but what he said. <laughs> Anything, honestly, because it was confusing. It didn't make sense. Oh, yeah. I have a theory about T.I. speaking out for all these trash uh, men entertainers. Is that because T.I. always ca- catches a case, whether it's this sexual assault harassment thing he has with Tiny or, you know, the drug charges or something else. So every time, especially a male, a famous male celebrity is um, under some tor- sort of controversy, T.I. finds a way to rationalize it, to be on their side. I feel like to gain their alliance, because when he has his shit hitting the fan, he doesn't want other big entertainers speaking out against him. And if he shows solidarity in their scandals, they would hopefully do the same to him. I, yeah, I think it's like when you have some shit allegedly behind you, then you're like, well, why is this such a big deal if I'm doing this? Like, you know, he's not a bad guy because I'm doing pretty much the same shit. Mm-hmm. So um, those are some of his defenders, some of the people who definitely offended. Um, Glad made a statement after Rolling Loud saying, you know, the rhetoric that the baby used is inaccurate hurtful and harmful to the LGBTQ community and the estimated 1.2 million Americans living with HIV. Um, That was specifically said from uh, Deshaun Usher, who is GLAD's um, associate director uh, of of communities of color. Sorry. Um, He also said that it's critical that the baby and his fans learn uh, people living with HIV today um, when on effective treatment can live very long and healthy lives and don't transmit or cannot transmit HIV. Yeah. Like that whole two weeks thing. It, it just, it's so bizarre to me. Like he just mm-hmm. said this out of nowhere. Nowhere. And I I don't know if he would have just kept it at that end. If your pussy smells like water or whatever he said. <laughs> I it's still horrible, but he doubled down with if you're not sucking dick in this parking lot. Mm-hmm. It just, he, it, it felt like personal. That's why I think maybe he wasn't even trying to be homophobic. Maybe he just didn't like this one gay person because I'm like, who do you know is sucking dick in the parking lot? It can't be a huge group. And where's the designated sucking dick spot? Obviously, it's in parking lot before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, he comes out like a uh, two days later with a tweet saying anybody who 
I don't know if he he must have wrote it like this. Anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS slash HIV, y'all got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions on offending anybody. So my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do uh do y'all business? Wait, do you? Y'all business is y'all's business. Which I could take that last part as either saying. I'm cool with the LGBTQ community. I ain't got nothing against you. No. I was, no that's what I, can I get to my second meaning? <laughs> I, I don't like that first meaning at all. Like, I can take I gotta, it now. I got to no lure you in. That way. No, that's bullshit to the max. There's no way taking it to that level. That meaning, like, what? No. Bullshit. <laughs> I object. No. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> because... Like, Oh, I could take it to mean that. No, there is no way to take that. I'm Y'all just cool. trying to. I'm to do what get... I'm to do. You to do what you're to do. Like that. No, that is bullshit. Well, I ain't gonna say the second meaning. <laughs> <laughs> no, say it's such a meaning. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> or it could mean that. He's saying that y'all ain't that important for me to even really address. That's what it is. You're not a motherfucking factor in my life. And <laughs> I'm not going to worry about you. So don't worry about me. And yeah. Man, I wonder which, I wonder which meaning you think it is. <laughs> it just, <laughs> just based off your, you don't sound that passionate at all. So I really wonder what you think this is. Man, you need to be more vocal. I've been annoyed all day, so that just, like, pissed me off to the max. I didn't mean to push you to the edge. (laughs) This is your last resort. (laughs) Degradation. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what he said. And then, of course, um, he puts out, like, um, uh, like another apology again, August the 2nd. And in that apology, he definitely, we'll say it sounds more sincere, but it doesn't sound like he's trying to take much blame. This is what he says. Uh, Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. Um, He apologized to the LGBT community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV and AIDS, and I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless. Right. He said that on August 2nd. Okay. I'm all for people learning. Like there's stuff I don't know. There's stuff that you don't know. There's that you can accidentally offend someone and not know it. Mm-hmm. That is not what happened here. The baby went out of his way to offend the gay community and he's going to do what he's going to do. And they're going to do what they're going to do. And the dude's 29 years old or however old he is now. Yeah. No, like, you're correct. You're correct. Gay people been around at least some of those years. Like he Since knows. Since before he was shitting in his <laughs> diapers. Like it, it's, he's not 
I, it's not like some old tweets that came up and said, he can say, oh, I've learned from this. Like, no, he's had time to learn and he doubled down at first and he's not trying to learn. What he's trying to do is save his own ass. Yeah, he actually doubled, doubled down. Uh, I just left out a small part. Uh, after Rolling Loud, he released a video called uh, It's Giving What It's Supposed to Give. And during that song, he has a line about AIDS. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, he definitely doubled, doubled down. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't even need to really say the lyric. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but in the video, he has at the end of it, don't fight hate with hate. And it's in rainbow colors. And it says, my apologies for me being me the same way you want the freedom to be you, which once again, doesn't make any sense. I can't stand that shit. It's always like when someone's homophobic or transphobic or whatever the phobic they are nowadays, it's like, well, why can't I say this? Like, you can be the way you want to be. Why can't I be this way? Why can't I be hateful? And you're uh, you're telling us that. Yeah, that what I said was very, it could be definitely be hateful. Don't fight hate with hate. I agree. But first of all, nobody was giving you hate. They were giving you criticisms and people didn't want you associated with their brand. So they were dropping you for the time being. But you you value money and appearances so much that it was you were seeing it as hate and you weren't seeing it as criticism. And then after the video. So it goes rolling loud, Instagram dumbass video, actual music dumbass video, then the August 2nd, sincere, I need education about HIV and AIDS and the LGBT community apology, which is saying that I'm just a little uneducated man who didn't know about things, but I constantly talked about them in my raps. It doesn't make sense. I think he was definitely playing a card. You know, I don't think it was. I think it was an act, basically, of so, course, because he didn't ex- he didn't expect people to turn on him like they did. That's why he doubled down at initially, because he thought he had it. He had the support. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. I'm sorry. That's the actual correct uh, timeline, timeline of things. Yeah. So then after that. He apologizes August 2nd, August 4th. There's like 11 uh, HIV slash AIDS, uh, also uh, LGBTQ organizations that write an open letter to Jonathan, the baby, basically um, requesting a private meeting with him where they can talk about the comments that he said and educate him and give him more information so that not only is he educated, but he can educate his fans and the people around him and tell him the statistics that obviously he does not know or probably doesn't care about. So that uh-huh. was August 4th, right? Right. Um, it's released uh, August 30th or 31st. No, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Okay. It's revealed August 30th. uh it's revealed august 30th that uh august 25th is when they had like a virtual private meetup uh with the baby and nine 
Black leaders of some LGBT HIV organizations, they had a conversation with him where they talked about the comments that he made. They shared personal stories um, about themselves. They shared the statistics about um, adults with HIV and AIDS, about people in the LGBT community, specifically about where he grew up in Charlotte, so they could also kind of connect with him. Um, They said that the baby acted like was very genuine and um, appeared remorseful and apologized for his comments and things like that. You know, that's, that's, that's what the organizer said after the meeting. Okay. During the fallout, even though he's educating himself, you know, people on social media still aren't feeling him. So uh, he was dropped from Lollapalooza KS 107.5 summer jam iHeartRadio Music Festival, Governor's Ball, Austin City Limits. Um, he lost his Boohoo Man uh, brand deal. He was supposed to be like a brand ambassador and they're like a fashion retailer. Um, Day in Vegas dropped him from the lineup. And Music Midtown. There might be another one I'm missing, but those were the ones I all got. So he's losing money as he's dealing with all this. And unfortunately, it kind of wouldn't get better. Uh, so unfortunately, it wouldn't get any better. Later in the year, November 14th, 15th, uh, social media is lit up when it comes to find out that Danny Lee, Danny Lay, and DaBaby done got into several arguments on Instagram, um, even getting on live at one time, airing each other out while they are basically, while Danny is holding the baby, feeding the baby. Uh, the story was that Danny Lay was staying with the baby in Charlotte, North Carolina, because he asked her to. Who uh-huh. knows? We're not in their relationship. So she comes down to North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, where this is his hometown. She don't have no family here. She don't know nobody. Her baby is uh, three months at this point, two or three months. Um, it was only last month. And um, apparently one day she, she wakes up and he wants her out. The story is that he just wants her out of the house because it's not her place. And she, he, 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 he wants her out of there. The story with her is she's saying that he wants to keep having unprotected sex. And he got mad because she uh, ended up getting a plan B delivered to the house. And that set him off to want to kick her out. Oh my goodness. I heard plan b but i did not know how that connected with anything yeah that's what she said she said that like he wanted to just keep having you know sex with her without a condom and that when he found out that she got a plan b delivered to his house he went off on her because is she claiming that he wants another baby basically basically it's like a way to keep her sat down if you're pregnant again with my baby, you, she ain't creating music. She ain't really bothering you because she's pregnant. You got her on lockdown. And it could be a potential another person that you can control. That's how I would see it. If that's how it's happening under her guide. Or is he mad because she's using plan B in general? Well, the thing is, if they ain't using condoms, she got to do something if she don't want to get pregnant. And the plan B is not even a contraceptive. Yeah. It's a could be. This might work. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that's the story. They go uh, back and forth, back and forth. He says some harsh stuff, you know, um, basically saying that he called the police on her because she was putting her hands on him, which she did end up getting charged with simple assault. So it could be possible that she definitely was. People didn't like the fact that he called the police on her because that's his baby mama. And the fact that they think that, well, with your past incidents in the past, you could have easily diffused the situation or defended yourself to the point where she didn't need to put her hands on you. But who knows? Once again, we weren't there. And we if we're going to be equal, we got to be equal. If we don't want a, a man putting their hands on a woman, you can't have a woman put the hands on a man. Yeah, Either. if she is putting his hand, her hands on him, I mean, would you rather he punch her? Like It's a volatile situation, and, and somebody's going to get hurt either way. So, yeah, you don't want them both fighting. I think, though, just my theory, it was more to just get her out of there. Calling the police. Oh, yeah. It's a way to expedite it. Like, she don't live here. Get her out of here, please. Something like that. She was saying he wants her out just so he can sleep with other people and not have her in his face. Um, He was like, she's trying to set me up. Oh, this is what he says. He says, based off my reputation with multiple threats of setting up an Internet scheme and a person refusing to not let me go. Me and somebody else knew uh, we had to record her. I got beat on, yelled at, and chased around like one of those fatal attraction type girls. And then um, later in the live, he says, what was that other one? That was kind of harsh. I can understand recording her, but why put it on live? Um, Because he, he just... He want to um, embarrass her. Yeah, that's I saw the video. And it was he like, thinks know. that, you know, he because before there was a situation, him and Mimi was going back and forth on social media like a year ago. And I think it wasn't over Danny Lay, but it was over a different girl he could have been cheating on her with. And they were going back and forth. And he put out an Instagram video talking about, you know, I ain't going to talk about this no more. I ain't going to do this back and forth stuff. Because uh, I don't want my daughter to be involved in seeing all that and stuff like that. But in this case, fully did not care about it, any of that. He he not only like dogged her out, he uh, said that her, her family was disowning her baby because the baby was half black, um, saying that she was a side bitch. She was never my. Oh, said. First of all, me and Danny Lee is not together. Shawty is not my girl. Ain't never been my girl. Is my side bitch. Shawty is a certified side bitch. Her parents know she a side bitch. Everybody knows she's a side bitch. She don't want to tell y'all that she a side bitch. She got to save face. She got to crash all the way out. Yeah, he had a child with her. Yep. And the fact that you let her post you saying this was an official thing. You've been seen out in public with her. She's not really a side bitch, but you really trying to treat her like that. And even if she was, you never told her that she was a side bitch, because obviously I don't think she would be proudly. I mean, granted, when this happened, they are either trying to reconcile, but it obviously didn't work or they were in a, a weird in between period. But they were together at one point. And so you just saying that is just taking away 
just her dignity, really, and just putting you on a pedestal. And then they weren't showing the baby's face since she was born. And then as soon as they get into this argument and face, who who shows the baby's face on Instagram? The baby. The baby. And, and it was kind of an I... asshole thing to do, especially when Danny Lay is saying, you weren't there for most of the pregnancy, you know, and now you're kicking me out and then you're going to show my baby's face like this. What's more messed up is once something's online, it's like online forever. Their child can grow up and look up, you know, the baby kicks out her mom or whatever her name is. <clears throat> and it would, you know, that video will always be there. That's what I'm saying. Like, people don't be thinking about their children. Not really, because I, I don't know how you could do that to somebody that you're raising. Let them see you treat them like that and think that it's okay for like you're you're setting the example basically if they see how you treat their mother they're either going to be attracted towards that or repel against that and that will have a direct effect on your relationship with your child yeah and wouldn't he want his like why wouldn't he if it's that bad that he wants her out why not get a hotel room for the night and just like get it settled call the cops get her out like why not do that why humiliate her online yeah i don't know and you know she's she says she was in a foreign place where she didn't know nobody so she personally didn't want to go to a hotel room because she's still breastfeeding or she was saying all that um he's saying that he just want her out the house so you don't know eventually obviously she got in contact with somebody or something she probably does have a place or maybe she she don't right now who knows but obviously she got in contact with somebody who cared because she uh like the next day was finally out of there was on a plane somewhere else with her child which she needs to be um and what i always notice is that after the whole argument everybody was you know shit talking the baby seeing how he treated her which yeah she didn't want to put her she shouldn't have put her hands on him but the things that he was saying and the way he was talking to her, it was very unattractive for any future woman who would be looking at him as a partner. But they're and, going to just think, well, he wouldn't do that shit to me. Exactly, exactly. Because they um, the main bitch, not the main <laughs> bitch. But after he gets into hot water, what I always noticed, whether it was the LGBT thing, this Danny Lay thing. And not to say he doesn't post them already, but you'll see an overabundance of his children being posted. <laughs> it's like a palate cleanser. Like, don't be thinking about that scandal. Look at my pretty babies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> that's all him and Danny have been doing since the argument. I didn't see that baby more than I've seen other children in my household. I don't. I just feel like that kind of shit should be kept in-house. Like, there's no reason to be spreading your third, your dirty laundry all around the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, last thing is a wrap up on the LGBT thing is that basically um, ever since that <laughs> calm down cat I'm wrapping it up <laughs> um, ever since that meeting August 25th uh, the organization said they ain't heard nothing from the baby they haven't heard about like a partnership a sponsorship a funding um, yeah didn't he say he was going to donate money yeah, he, he. Well, I don't know if he said that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get that in a quote that he said he was going to donate money. Personally, he probably did say something to that effect, but he hasn't made good on any promise that he did make. They, the, all the organization said basically, it's been 
uh, radio silence since then, which made that whole uh, social media headline about the LGBT community forgives the baby even funnier because it wasn't even supposed to be that. That was like a clickbait article when somebody was misquoted, basically trying to say that the baby was uneducated and that's where his comments came from, ignorance. Whereas mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle's comments came from a place where he knows what he's talking about. He's just purposely using uh, the LGBT community as joke fodder. But that's all it was. But anyway, <clears throat> he hasn't really made good on his promises. Some people kind of point to the baby, a.k.a. Jonathan, being a troubled uh, man due to the fact that he did lose his father in the midst of getting all this fame and money. And then the following year uh, in 2020, I didn't mention this because it was kind of a, it's a big event, but it was a small blurb, but uh, November 2nd or 3rd of 2020, his one of his older brothers, Glenn Johnson ended up killing himself. And um, that goes back to the, the intro song where um, he's basically saying my brother be thinking that we don't love him and we let him struggle like we ain't family. Like I won't give all that I got to see you happy. We shocked the world. Everybody know what's happening. Like that's one of the lines in intro. And he put that out in 2019. And then a year later, the brother he was referencing in that uh, song ends up killing himself after saying that he feels like he's been wrong. So is he quick to anger because he's just an angry individual or does Jonathan have some stuff he needs to work out within himself and that he could be a better person and entertainer? I don't know, but he definitely needs to work on his personal self to revive any chance of being somebody that people want to, I guess, be proud of (laughs) to listen to. I think people either are proud of the baby because they share his views or they secretly listen to him now or they don't listen to him anymore because they feel like he's some of the men that they've come across in life based off his personal antics. He might have good music, but I think he loses you in his in the things that he does with women, um, how he reacts in crowded situations with fans and, and the like. And I'm rambling, but that's I just got to kind of catch my thoughts on it. <laughs> I think the baby's just to come up for a new album and people be like, oh, my God, people try to cancel the baby and they can't because this rap is so awesome. And then he's just going to be back where he was. Really? Yeah, I. I think I, that could happen too. I, I think I'm I'm hopeful. That's what I guess. I hope that he works on all that stuff. But yeah, you could be right. Yeah, I don't think the people that are really calling for him to own up to it are really his fans. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I I think though that's just some bullshit that he's is learning now and is going to do better. I think he had enough time to learn. I, I, those comments are just stupid that he said. And the mm-hmm. way he, I, I really hate to comment on with Yellowbone because I don't even know the full situation there. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw one clip and he said, she said. Yeah. That's why I didn't talk about it that much because honestly, they both could be in the wrong. Yeah. It's so messy that. 
I don't know there. I I I think he is one that probably from all the other ones we named that is going to have probably a big career still. Yeah. I yeah. Actually I'll probably yeah, I'll change mine. He he definitely he'll definitely still be a big rapper. I just think that if he's going to have longevity and not get sued blind like the pants the, the get what is it called they say this is the pants off you yeah something like that who or says rep- that no. <laughs> <laughs> if if he wants to have longevity in his career and keep his money and all that he's gotta keep his nor his notoriety down he can't be too off the wall off the charts especially since like you say he's 29 he's getting to be 30 these 30 year old rappers they gotta start leaning off the antics as much and start leaning on the talent not saying he's not talented, but all that other shit got to go. You got to stop putting your baby mamas on Instagram and stop saying the weirdest shit during the middle of your shows, whether that's how you feel or not. If Because the thing is, yeah, he had he definitely knew what he was saying. That's why he doubled down. He wasn't uneducated. He just thought that he had the people behind him. Um, I do feel bad about the things that have happened in his personal life, like with his brother and his father. But. It's no excuse for the things that he's he's done. He could still he still knows better. Honestly, he just needs to maybe just deal with some of his stuff off camera, off to the side, not bring that to performances or whatever. I agree. And I might not like his music, but I do think he's talented just because I see the impact he has and the work he's doing to put out albums. Yeah, we know he got good work uh, ethic and stuff, and we know he he could put out a song, at least catchy, whether we like it or not. Just keep it there. (laughs) Keep it in the studio. Yeah, let's just... Hopefully he learned. Hopefully he at least learned to keep his mouth shut. I don't think he learned anything with that Ash... What's her name? Yellowbone. Danny Lee? Yeah, yeah. we're going to see what happens. I keep wanting to call her Ashley, and I don't know why. Um, You thinking of Ashley Banks? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Let me do it. Let me do it. Anyways, you know, we like to wrap our episodes up with a nice cold glass of media. <laughs> 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 uh, to wash down and, you know, refresh ourselves. So I already know my media, but I think you might want to go first. So you go first. I do not want to go first. Uh, Okay, I'll get mine out the way. Perfect. Okay, uh, so, well, let me do a little part about my media. I said I was going to do a book, and I didn't lie to you. It's not going to be today, because I actually was going to do The Lovely Bones by Alice Siebold. That was supposed to be your first ever. I know, right? But if you've read the news, Alice Siebold ain't having too good of a time right now. Oh, my goodness, yes. So I think I'm going to just back off on Homegirl for a minute. Even though it wasn't even surrounding that book, I'm just going to back off Alice for Yeah, I think one day, once we get our schedules lined up, I would want to do it. It's not that she did anything bad per se. It's just the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say it's a fucked up situation. I don't really want to go into it right now because I feel like it does deserve at least like 30 minutes. Yeah. I'll just say fucked up situation. 
yeah. all around. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So one day I will get to it. One day we'll do a whole episode about the whole situation, apparently. Okay. Um, but my media is a show, a show that apparently when it premieres next, it's on its last season. A show that Jose actually introduced to me, but stopped watching. Oh, maybe I watch it again. No, you don't. It's Killing Eve. Oh, yeah. I stopped watching. I love it, though. It's, uh, I don't know when it's premiering, but the season four is its last one. And I swear to God. Yeah, I said it. God. If Eve and Villanelle don't give together, somebody's got to die. Somebody's Maybe one die. of them. Maybe. And if one of them die and they ain't got together, somebody's got to double die. Yeah, Sandra O is amazing. And I expected to like be like, I came for Sandra O, but the other actress is even better, surprisingly. Um, Jody, she's the superior Jody. Forget Jody Foster now. Jody Comer. Uh huh. Yeah, she's a she's a good actress. I ain't gonna lie. She got them weird ass eyes, but they beautiful, but they weird. I don't know. But yeah, and I love I love Sandra Oh so much. I'm even watching that Netflix show that I really don't want to watch. But um, yeah, it's such a good show. Uh, season two lags a little bit for me, but season one is the best. Season three, it starts to kind of pick up from where you felt season one would have maybe led to. But yeah, definitely a great show. Great actresses, actors, storylines. But they better stop playing with me and make sure that they get the happy killer ending that they deserve. <laughs> yeah. it. I have so many shows that I need to watch. But I, I never finish shows anymore. I don't know why. I, I've, I haven't finished you. I haven't finished dead to me uh have i have finished you i haven't finished superstore yeah i can watch like what's it called like sitcoms like superstore but something i can f- have to focus on like mayor of east town haven't finished it <gasps> mayor of east town you have to bro it's I, so I, worth I, it you I just think can't. you think you're in a slump and then it just goes so fast oh Squid my gosh. games i really want to watch that i haven't finished it <gasps> why does you got me gasping like this I, I just can't watch tv anymore i don't know why i can't well to be fair it did take me a solid three weeks to finish squid game so i can't talk but once i did i was upset I, yeah i hear it's so good i i really want to watch it man well you gotta don't talk to me no more until you watch these movies in fact we ain't doing no podcast I, I, I just can't focus on them I say I, that, and then I listen to, like, a five-hour podcast. So. I was just about to say, like, you have the weirdest focus skills. Like, you'll read three books in a row, but you can't sit down. Well, that's yeah. good. That's that's good. You should read books more than watch TV. I'm on, like, my fifth watch of Seinfeld right now. See, and this is what you choose to watch. <laughs> that's what you choose to watch, Jerry Seinfeld. I know. Apparently, I read a little bit about something. Maybe Jerry got his own episode one day. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, um, okay. Did you, you want go. to add anything else for Kelly Neef? Uh, Fiona Shaw, she's good too. Love her. Don't know who that is, but I, I agree. Yeah, you don't even watch. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go. 
Okay. Um, I guess my media for today would be the movie Holes. I mean, yeah. Have I already done Holes? No, but we've talked about it before. Okay. We're... The book and the movie are good, and Holes, it stars Shia LaBeouf when he was a kid, and we know how that ended. Um, or not ended, but you know how it's going. <laughs> Damn. Um, and Sigourney Weaver as the warden, who's my favorite character. Sigourney Weaver's in Holes? Yeah, she's the warden. I had to watch Holes. And I, I just love her in there. So it has everything. The guy, if you haven't seen it, Santa Yearlance has to go to Camp Green Lake because he is accused of stealing a pair of sneakers, which he didn't actually steal. It fell on his head. <laughs> and he has to go and dig holes. And it's not, it's called Camp Green Lake, but there's no lake because there's a curse on it. And then back in the day, there was kissing Kate Barlow and she put the curse on there because they killed her lover, Sam, who was black and they killed him because he was black and she was white. <laughs> and it just has everything. It has like a curse. It has kissing Kate Barlow who kisses people and kills them like in the wild wild west it has the warden who's amazing racism racism who doesn't love that yum um, yum yum eat them ups and I actually one time messaged the author of holes drunk and he messaged me back how nice of him <laughs> like I emailed him what do you say we were just talking about um the movie holes where I didn't even read my message afterwards. It was probably like super embarrassing. But I was mm-hmm. like, the warden shouldn't be, have been uh, arrested, spoiler alert, at the end of holes. Like, <gasps> you know, because you told me her family has a curse too, not just Stanley Yearlands's. Her family has a curse. And What's her curse? Well, because her papa, no, her granddad was like the sheriff or something there, or one of the people there who killed sam so she has to when kissing kate barlow dies she says she has a buried treasure and she says no one's gonna find it not your children not your children's children and then once you know it's the children's children it's the warden so at the end she's like stanley please just let me see it let me see the treasure and he says excuse me and then he like shuts it and they like take her away so i told i emailed him and i said hey the author, I'm like, hey, she shouldn't have been arrested. Um, she has her own family curse and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I totally agree with you. Actually, in the book, she wasn't arrested. That was in the movie. And me and Sigourney Weaver actually talked against it because it was too rough. Like, too rough of a sentence or ending. whatever. Like, too uh-huh. rough of an ending. And I, I just thought that was nice that he wrote back. Like, Let's email him again. Uh, hand Sigourney my number. <laughs> Tell her I'd like to talk to her. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, Holes is amazing. I think it's my all-time favorite movie. That's crazy. I've been so many places where they've played Holes or I could have watched Holes and there was just something about it that I just, something just in my bones, I just never wanted to watch it i don't and know why about it's it so i feel good. like we have done holes maybe you have done holes i think i have you're fucking holy <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i talked about holes before hey why don't y'all light up jose and tell him to get some new media 
<laughs> All right, tell them to start watching something, okay? I know. I, I can't finish. I can't finish anything anymore. Um, we'll close it down Charlie Brown that is all for media we will be back next week where I'll be presenting the case and Katrina will be commenting if you want to reach out to us on Twitter that's save your sorry so at save your sorry but the your is spelled you are if you want to go to our Instagram save your sorry spelled just like the podcast send us an email tell us your media tell us suggestions tell Um, us what you think tell us what you drink tell us if you wear minks oh hashtag no fur um sorry that ruined it what oh send us an email hashtag fur (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm sorry i'm done interrupting Okay. Um, Hashtag furry. <laughs> I didn't like that one. Um, that's Save Your Sorry, spelled just like the pad podcast at gmail.com. You can send us a dollar or two at Save Your Sorry. So, Cash App, dollar sign, Save Your Sorry. Ooh. And it's all in the description. So, if I said something wrong or not, really, you can just click the link. You don't even have to listen to this part. Um, that's all. Please rate us five stars, leave us a review. You can do that at Apple or Good Pods or I don't know any other place that leaves reviews. That's why I don't really listen to on Spotify anymore because you can't leave reviews on there. Oh, Podcast Addict, you can leave a review. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Let, let us know what you think about the baby. <laughs> and them babies. <laughs> Bye.